This podcast is brought to you by the Gosh Learning Academy. Hello and welcome to NHS Careers Untapped. The NHS is one of the largest employers in the world, but most people when they think of a job in the NHS think of doctors and nurses. However, the NHS is so much more. There's a huge variety of jobs you can do, suiting all interests and personalities. In this podcast, we will be talking to people working in the NHS, in jobs you might never have heard of before, finding out exactly what they do, how they came to be working in that job, and what they love most about it. I'm joined today by Jen and Ellie, and you are sonographers, is that right? That's correct. Correct. The title we work under is Clinical Specialist Ultrasonographer, commonly known as sonographer. The sonographer. Okay, yeah. fantastic. So can you just start by telling me a bit about your job? Okay, so we use ultrasound, which is an imaging modality, to scan many parts of the body. And we do this in order to answer a clinical question or to make a diagnosis. Ultrasound is basically a high-frequency sound wave, which is produced by an electrical current, which is passed over a crystal, which is in the ultrasound probe. And it's a harmless sound wave that enters the body and then sends a reflection back. The computer uses the information to form an image, a moving image. I'm sure a lot of people are familiar with it when they've seen a baby scan or an antenatal scan. So ultrasound is basically looking at the soft tissues in the body and many types of tissues can be imaged. Okay, so it's like the scan that you have to look at a baby, but actually you're not looking at babies necessarily, you're just looking no. at all the other parts of the body that you can use it for. Exactly, exactly. I think that's the common misconception is that it's only used for pregnancy scanning. Actually, in our department, we don't do any pregnancy scanning. Right, Okay. And how long have you both done this job for? So I, I've been a sonographer for 20 years. I've been a radiographer for 30 years with training on top of that. And Jen is more newly qualified, but you've been a sonographer for a few years. Haven't yeah, you? so I graduated in radiography in 2014 and I did my training post in 2016. Okay. And you work at King's Hospital, so... Am I right in thinking that your role is entirely hospital-based? It is for us, yes. In other places, sonographers may go out into the community or, or work in clinics, but the job is mainly based in a hospital, yeah. yes. Okay, fantastic. And then moving on to your training, which you've mentioned already that you both trained as radiographers initially. So yes. can you tell me a bit more about your training and the training that you need to get a job as a sonographer? So most sonographers have a background of either being a radiographer or a midwife, mainly radiography, and that's a three-year undergraduate degree course. And then once you've qualified as a radiographer, you then after a year or two choose to specialise. And one of the things you can specialise in is ultrasound, medical ultrasound. But for that, you have to do a postgraduate course and that may be a diploma or a master's degree. But at the moment in the UK, in order to work as a sonographer, you have to train 
in a postgraduate status. You, you can't go straight in as an undergraduate to do ultrasound. In some other countries, you can. They call direct entry and you train as an undergraduate. But at the moment in the UK, you train as a postgraduate. Yeah, so yeah. I left school in 2010 and went straight into uni. I trained in Scotland. So I went to university and did a four-year undergraduate course in radiography and then took, so they're called band five. So that's where you sort of your graduate entry level post for a radiographer in the NHS. And so I took a, a band five job at Guy's in St. Thomas's and I worked there for a year as a band five and then a year as a band six, so as a, a more senior radiographer where you sort of have more experience in CT and more interventional procedures because that's quite important for ultrasound because it, it gives you a baseline cross-sectional knowledge of your anatomy, which for this job in particular is really important because you are moving the probe in real time. It's, it's sort of a 3D image that you're having to build up in your head. And by having that cross-sectional knowledge, it's really beneficial. I was probably two years post graduation from radiography when I took my training post as a sonographer so it's a trainee sonographer role and then that again is sort of you can do it in a year but that only qualifies you in certain things and that's usually in obstetrics and gynae so if you're going to be like an obs and gynae sonographer so perhaps you're a midwife before you kind of do it in a year but if you're going to be more of a diagnostic sonographer you usually do obstetrics gynae and abdominal so that's more of an 18 month course is the postgraduate diploma and then some people both myself and Ellie included decided to go on and do the masters so that's another year so it's essentially three years of your life extra mm. study so you have to be pretty sure that you actually want <laughs> to do it and actually have an interest in the subject it's true and are there any other routes into the job like so you both were radiographers by background but are there any other ways you can get in and train as an ultrasonographer? So I think you mentioned earlier that sometimes midwives can do it. Ultrasound courses will accept people from other professions, like I mentioned before about midwifery, mm -hmm. perhaps for an obs and gynae sonographer. They also take from like sports medicine or yeah. podiatry or yeah. physio. Yeah. But they will be more like musculoskeletal. So sometimes yeah. we'll take them, but they will always have some sort of other qualification. It sounds like quite a lot of training, whatever route you do into the job. How much of that is kind of on the job training? Like when you're doing your postgrad certificate or your master's, is that like working on the job? Are you still earning a salary or is it like you're at uni and not earning anything? No, you're right. When you do the postgraduate qualification in ultrasound, you are working. So you're working full time, but you have your salary. So you study basically in your own time and get the practical experience in the department while you're studying. And in some places, you still have to do a bit of radiography while you're training. In others, you're just purely in ultrasound. So, yeah, it, as a postgraduate, you are working. Yeah. So you're supported with your salary, really. It makes it fairly grueling as well because you are, you're working full time attending lectures and then doing all of your coursework and study in your own time you basically you you don't give up your social life for 18 months <laughs> but you, you it certainly takes a bit of a back burner 
Yeah, I guess that's the, the negative of on-the-job training, isn't it? Like the positive yeah. side is that you're at least earning a salary, but the negative side is that you're doing two things at once. You're studying and working at the same time. Yeah. And what does a typical day look like for you? So we tend to work, as Jen said earlier, with a lot of different types of patients. So in the morning, you may be doing a routine outpatient list where you're doing GP patients, doing liver scans, kidney scans, abdominal scans, that sort of thing. Looking for things like gallstones. Why has someone got right upper quadrant pain? Then in the afternoon, you may be called out to the wards to do inpatient scans where you take the machine to the bedside. And these type of patients may have some sort of obstruction. Either their kidneys aren't working or they, they maybe have some sort of bowel obstruction or something. So you've got to make the diagnosis as to what is wrong with the patient. But the person who does the scan is the person who makes the diagnosis, which is why the responsibility is so important. But the day is quite varied. To answer your question, the, the day is quite varied. You meet all different sorts of people. Every patient is different. You work within certain protocols. So the job is really pattern recognition and you are looking at images and making a decision with each each scan you do, really. So it's quite a, a varied day and the day goes quickly. <laughs> regardless of how long you've been qualified, you're always going to see, see something yeah. that goes, I don't really know what that is. I'm going to have to ask for a second opinion or ask someone that's been qualified longer yeah. or perhaps go to one of our radiology consultants to see, I've seen this. Oh, I'm not too sure. Yeah. What do you think? It's a very collaborative process, which is really nice. It's just nice because although you are working autonomously, you are part of a team and you feel supported by your colleagues. And so you may have seen something and your colleague comes and asks your opinion and you can say, oh, yes, I've seen that. This is what I think it is. And so it's you're always every day you're learning and building up a library, if you like, in your head of images and pathologies. And you get more experience, the more obviously the more you do the job so it's good yeah that variety sounds like it must make the job really interesting yeah what is it that you both like most about your job I think it's just the fact that you have got a level of responsibility you're making decisions you're writing reports you can communicate to patients within a certain window of what you're allowed to say you can often reassure a patient quite easily so there's quite a lot of job satisfaction in that you do feel like you're helping people and sometimes the scan makes the full diagnosis so you're sort of completing the process or you're part of the process where the patient's having different sets of examinations and tests but you're part of building up the clinical picture so yeah it's good to feel that your tasks are making a difference yeah that must be rewarding yeah I think it's the autonomy as a junior radiographer, as a band five and a band six radiographer, you don't do any reporting and sort of something that attracted me to ultrasound was the amount of sort of clinical knowledge that you need to have, the anatomy and pathological knowledge, but also the ability to be able to write my own reports and, and give my opinion, give the diagnosis as to what I think is, is going on and being able to have that sort of positive impact on patient care like I was saying earlier we are a liver center and we do lots of liver transplants so we go up to ITU liver ITU and we see them these patients sort of day one post-op transplant and we have a look at all of the vasculature to make sure that it's flowing as it should do and 
sometimes if there's a complication, then we can go back and see these patients and see the progress that they've made post-intervention, say on day five, day six, and then we can continually follow these patients. So it's really nice to be able to have that sort of see them get better, see them when they're really, really very, very unwell, and then see that change in them and see their lives improve, which is really nice. Yeah, so to have that kind of involvement with the patient journey, definitely. On the flip side of that, what do you both find most challenging in your role? I think the most challenging thing I've found is, I know I was talking about the positive impact we can have, but sometimes we don't find nice things and sometimes we have to deliver bad news and quite sad Mm. news. And we have to sort of suggest further imaging for our patients. So say we've seen something that we think is really suspicious and we have to sort of prepare our patients for possibility that they are going to be going for more in-depth procedures to work out exactly what is going on and at that moment in time you can't reassure them and that can be quite emotionally taxing sometimes it can it can be there are yeah and there are some quite sad cases and we are all human and it does obviously yeah, affect us emotionally as well it's not this is not just our job we try and cope with that by knowing that the, the sooner we can get further tests arranged and organised, the sooner we can help the patient. So often like we may phone the GP, say some action is needed on this, or we go and find a doctor who can organise something to help the patient further. So I think obviously what Jen said is absolutely true, but we try and do our best to help people as much as we can. So, you know, you have that good intention to always do your best for each person. And the more experienced you become, the more able you are to kind of cope with different situations. So it's all a a progression and a learning process, I think. And what personal qualities or skills do you think are important for your job? I think you have to be patient and a clear communicator. You have to like people and be kind and be able to have the empathy where you can put yourself in their shoes. You know, imagine if is this, you know, this is like my mom or my sister or my brother or, you know, my son, that sort of thing. I think if you can approach each person like that, then, you know, you're going to always see a person and not not a number, that sort of thing. Yeah, that's it. It's yeah. yeah. See the see the person. Yeah, person behind the request that's come through from the GP. It's um, I think you've got to be quite adaptable because obviously the the range of patients that you see is so varied. Like LA scans, MSK, but I also scan in pediatrics. Mm-hmm. So you don't speak to a pediatric patient the way you speak to an adult patient. It is it's being able to sort of modify your behaviors and the way you address them to make them feel most comfortable whatever age range it is whether it's cradle to grave and also I think to on a technical level to have a good ability of pattern recognition because imaging is very much patterns and to be able to sort of recognize those sort of features to have an eye for that sort of thing I'm not sure how you definitely know whether you have that but I guess it could be something that's acquired so to be quite observant and notice things I think yeah are good qualities to have I guess once you the whole point is once you've seen enough of what is normal even if you don't know what the pathology is at least you are able to understand that that is not how whatever it is that you're looking at is not 
it's not supposed to look like that. And then seeking help from your colleagues or consultants yeah. or etc. And having a good hand-eye coordination is really important. Yes. Because we are not only looking at the screen, we are moving our hand in real time to move the ultrasound probe into whatever position it is that we need to be able to see whichever organ it is in, and whichever aspect of that organ it is. So you are in real time making up a 3D image in your head of that person's organ, whatever it is that you're looking at, whether it's kidneys, liver, etc. all while manipulating the buttons on the ultrasound machine to get the best image quality. So it, it does take a lot of hand-eye coordination and skill. So, yeah. And also to know your limitations, to know when you need to ask for help or get another opinion, to have the objectivity about yourself, to know when you've done everything you can and you might need a colleague to have a look or get their second opinion. So to have that humility, I guess. Yeah. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Yeah, I think they're all really excellent qualities. And I think Having used ultrasound, I think the hand-eye coordination is really important because it's something that I don't think I am very good at and find really challenging. So, yeah, no, I think that's a, a very important skill as well. What do you wish other people knew about your job? I think you kind of answered this earlier, Jen, when you said that it wasn't just scanning yeah. babies. Yeah. Yeah, I think that is, yeah, I think that's probably the main thing. Because you do, you get patients coming in with their partners and going, oh, yeah, well, I remember this from when I was, you know, when I was pregnant and that's absolutely true it's the same machine it's just looking at a different body part but yeah you can scan pretty much everything and anything with ultrasound there are some exceptions on that absolutely but the vast majority of tissues within your body we can look at by an ultrasound so yeah it's it's a very interesting very varied job yeah it sounds it finally do you have any advice for students or young people who might be thinking about a career in sonography? Yeah, I mean, I think radiography and ultrasound are excellent medical careers and they're buried and they involve making a big difference to people's lives. And you can finish each day knowing you did good and excellent things for many people. So I think it's something where each day you can achieve something. So I think it's definitely, I think it's very little known profession, radiography and ultrasound, and it needs to be recognised more that it offers a fulfilling career. Yeah, I guess everybody thinks of doctors and nurses, but yeah, ultrasound and radiography in general are, yeah, absolutely really rewarding. And if you've got an interest in science and biology and sort of have an affinity with people, then yeah, this is absolutely a profession. I would recommend. I really enjoy my job. And so, yeah. And is there any way that students might be able to find out more about what it would be like? I think they can approach the undergraduate courses, the universities, and they can sometimes do some shadowing as sixth form students and work experience students. But I think they have to go through the university, the radiography department, but they can definitely visit ultrasound in that arrangement. Yeah. Thank you. That's been really interesting to find out a bit more about your job and why you love it so much. Thank you, Emma. Oh, Thank you for having us. Thank you for listening to NHS Careers Untapped. To find out more about different career opportunities within the NHS, please check out our other podcasts available for streaming or download on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, SoundCloud and YouTube. 
You can also find out about other events happening as part of the Careers Untapped project by registering on the Great Ormond Street Digital Education Network at the link provided in the episode description and searching NHS Careers Untapped. You can also find links to a couple of other great websites to check out, including healthcarecareers.nhs.uk and skillsforhealth.org.uk. This podcast was brought to you by the Gosh Learning Academy. If you want to find out more about our work, you can find us on Twitter, Instagram and LinkedIn. We hope you enjoyed the episode and we'll see you next time. Goodbye.